0: How is everybody doing today? Pretty good. Pretty good. good. I would like to start the class today by asking if anybody has anything that they would like me to speak about. So do you have any meditation questions or understandings you want clarified or problems you're encountering? And this could even be... Problems and how to navigate life situations, because they both actually involve how one works with the mind. So, if anybody has any questions or themes that you would like me to address, how do you sit with pain, intense pain? How do you sit with that? Uncomfortably. Okay. So it just takes a lot of practice to and I'll, keep doing it. I'll I'll talk. Okay. So I'll talk about so sitting with pain or discomfort. Okay. What else? This thought, um, oh, I'm too busy to meditate today. Uh huh. Okay. I had that a couple times this week. Yeah. <laughs> I've got too much to do. It's like saying I'm too hungry to eat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anything else? So you guys are all good. You got it. <laughs> life. No. <laughs> it's like, well, we only get an hour, so. <laughs> Throw something out. Um, a little bit of um, something that you said last week about um, breath and mind, and that if you relax and just let the mind come back, and then it goes deeper, 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 mm. that scares me. Mm. <laughs> I might be confessing that I'm... Deep down, a horrible person, maybe that's what I'm afraid of. But your instructions were very helpful. I meditated a half hour every day and mm. I found myself getting farther in and, and then being like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's just. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's common, but yeah, that's something I experienced. Okay. Okay, I think I'll start from there. So first thing, owning a human body, or should we say renting a human body, involves experiencing both pleasure and pain. Those both come with the territory. And when you experience pain in life, anyway, say you're walking and suddenly there's a pain in your foot, maybe you take off your shoe to see is there a rock or something or a piece of glass in your shoe, what's going on you look at your foot, why is there pain? what's happening? you kind of press it, you massage it. you kind of try to do something for it. to see if that works. If that doesn't work, you could maybe go to the doctor, you can maybe go and take a an aspirin. you you kind of are actively seeing how to help that pain. but if you kind of try to do everything and nothing works and you go to the doctor and the doctor's like that's just your foot. it's just going to be like that. then you kind of just accept it. then you just kind of learn to live with it and work around it. So in meditation, it would be the same thing that if you're sitting and you have pain in your leg, yeah, try adjusting your leg. Maybe if your leg's in front, try putting it in the back. Maybe you actually need to sit in a chair instead of the ground if it's too much. Um, Work with different positions, see what you can do. But also, so when I was on my 10-day Vipassana retreat, I remember one of the things that was happening was that my body was starting to become very uncomfortable, as one can imagine. 10 hours a day, 10 days sitting on the floor. Um, And I was adjusting and adjusting and fidgeting and fidgeting and fidgeting until I finally just kind of broke down and I was like, that's, I can't, there's nothing I can do. I was just flabbergasted, yeah, there's nothing I can do, everything I do, it doesn't help. It helps for a second and then it helps, but it's not helping, it's not helping, there's nothing I can do. And then I kind of just gave up, trying to be comfortable. I gave up trying to be comfortable and as soon as I gave up trying to be comfortable, I started becoming still. And so sometimes you have to also learn just to accept, right, that, that of course if there's something you can do, you should do it. And also when there's nothing to do, then you can't do it, then you have to let it be. Um, what is it, the, the serenity prayer, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. grant me the serenity to... Accept the things I cannot accept, the courage to change the things that I can change, and the wisdom to discern between the two, right? So I would say it's kind of like that. Um, Also, sometimes, you know, if I have pain, sometimes I'll challenge myself and I'll just try to sit through it, even though maybe I could move. Sometimes, just to build up some more discipline and focus, I'll purposely go through it just to make that as an exercise, as an experience, as a a building block. but there's some people that take that much too far and really hurt themselves so for this I would really say find your bodily comfort as much as possible because if your body's comfortable your mind can relax if your body's constantly being assaulted it's really hard for the mind to relax Um, and they have mindfulness in pain clinics and they have mindfulness in hospitals and they really then start to use that pain as the object of meditation so instead of sitting here feeling pain not wanting to have pain they say Welcome that pain in and feel it. Feel exactly what does that pain feel like? Where does it go? Is it more of like a burning? Is it more of like a tingling? Is it more of like a pinching? What is the sensation of that pain? And I've done this myself. And when you feel pain and you go into it and you just focus on what are the sensations, it actually transforms that it's not pain anymore, that you realize our experience of pain is a sensation plus a resistance to that sensation, which sets off the body's alarm system, which says something's wrong and then we react to it. So it's also possible to really just start to go into it and feel it deeply and see the sensations of it. And also, another way to look at that is as if I was sitting here and there was noise outside of the room, but that noise isn't really bothering me because I'm sitting here breathing. And the room's a little cold, but I'm not really bothered by that because I'm sitting here breathing. And then I have some thoughts, but I'm not really bothered by those thoughts because I'm sitting here breathing that the world will always be going about its business around us and within us. And when we meditate, it's really our job to let it all go, to surrender, to just allow things to be moving and changing and shifting, and to be non-participatory in all of it. Yeah, for that brief time to really just let it all go and say, you know what? Okay, I have pain in my leg, pain in my leg, I invite you to kill me, right? If you're that bad, kill me, I challenge you. Let's see, how bad are you gonna get? Yeah, and I'm just saying this because this is what I did in my own practice. I would say in my mind, kill me. Go ahead, kill me. Let's see. You know, I had a cramp in my foot. This became like a really interesting practice of mine in the monastery. Whenever I had a cramp in my foot, I would not adjust my position. I would sit, and the cramp would get worse and worse and worse, you know, cramps in your foot. And I would just say, kill me. Kill me. Go ahead, kill me. And it would get so bad, and I would be like right on the threshold of like what I could bear, and I'd say, kill me. Go ahead. And then it would just level out there. And then suddenly it would start to fade away. And then I would start to feel behind the cramp that it's simply that my foot was at a little bit of a weird angle. And then I could go, ah, and then I could just adjust my foot a little bit and then it went away. So sometimes going through the pain, really challenging the pain, okay, do your worst, let's see, let's see what you really got, also takes its power away. Yeah, sometimes when you take the power away, a lot of the problem goes away with it. So it's really finding your own relationship to it, however you, you would like to deal with it. Um, just sitting there suffering, 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 that's not the right way. Yeah. It's more of a pounding headache, it's not so much the no. sitting. Right. So it's the same, just invite the pain. Yeah, you have this a lot or sometimes? Or just a right lot, down. a lot. So like for instance, for you when you say you have a pounding headache and I look at you, I can see that it's actually because the back of your neck and this is too tight that all of this is too tight, and that's mm-hmm. what it's coming from. So I would say to you, go get a massage, mm-hmm. and make that a regular thing that you do. Okay. Yeah, and, to, and specifically ask them to open up this area. Yeah, I'm doing that. Okay. The Chinese, so. Chinese, but also deep tissue, to really get in there and open this mm-hmm. stuff up. Yeah, okay. yeah, so practical, practical solutions as well, mm-hmm. okay. Um, And about this question of what happens when I start getting deeper into my meditation And then maybe it starts to get scary or maybe we're coming into like new territory that we're not sure of This is something that's very common. The deepest meditation that I've ever been in Was also the most one of the most terrifying moments of my life Uh, I was almost traumatized afterwards because everything that I knew disappeared everything that i had ever identified myself with disappeared and it was so intense and liberating and powerful and simultaneously my ego which is the sense of i am the self who knows what i am holding on you know that got challenged so deeply that the ego is what starts to kind of freak out and relax and react So a lot of the practice of meditation, it's kind of going against the grain because our ego really wants to keep itself intact, it wants to keep everything intact, even if it's not happy, even if you are miserable, your ego will still keep trying to do everything the same way it's been doing things, just to keep itself present and, and, um, you know, it it wants to matter. yeah. And when you meditate, it really challenges that on the deepest level because you start letting go, letting go, letting go. And Suddenly you're in this new experience where it's like, what is this? What is this reality? What am I? I don't feel my body anymore The thoughts are gone and now it just starts to take over all by itself Then suddenly the mind just starts to deepen without me even doing anything And then it's almost like whoa you want to put the brakes on because it's like it's the cars out of control, right? so um, one of the real kind of You know Meditation requires also courage, I guess is the way to say it. That when, it, when you start getting into it deeper and deeper, you also really need courage to face yourself. This is something that it's hard to do. Yeah, this is something that's important to do, but it's hard to do. Yeah, if it was easy to face yourself, everybody would be facing themselves, but it's not that easy. Yeah, right now on Facebook, there's like the hashtag Too thing of all the women speaking out about sexual violence and assault, and all these things that are happening in their lives. And it's every single woman can list a number of things that has been sexual assault in her life on various levels, you know. And it's so prevalent in our culture that every single woman has experienced it in some way at some point. Everything from just like a look or a comment or a joke to actual like physical abuse or rape or violence. And it's every single woman It talks about this and many men as well. You know, and this is something that's so prevalent, and yet nobody's really been bringing it up to the surface in that kind of a collective way. Yeah, it's something that we've all been kind of stuck in, but people haven't really wanted to face it together, wanted to shift it together. It's been too easy just to keep going how things have been going this whole time, instead of really collectively saying, hey, this is not okay anymore, and standing up. Yeah, it's hard to change. Yeah, we, even if we're suffering, we still for some reason resist change. Yeah, that's, what is the adage that everybody wants change, but nobody wants to change. Right? It's like that. We all want change. Nobody here is 100% happy. You wouldn't be here if you were happy. Yeah, if you were happy, you would just be happy out there somewhere. Yeah, you all come here because there's something that we want to change. There's something that we want to shift or better. We're not, we're not satisfied yet. Yeah, so we recognize, everyone recognizes they're unsatisfied on some levels, but how many people are really willing to make the steps necessary to shift that into really coming to a place where you fully are happy? Yeah, it's terrifying. It takes a lot of courage. You have to face a lot of things. You have to be willing to lose everything, yeah, to finally gain everything that you want. So meditation, it's, it's really like the same kind of process that you really are challenging yourself in deeper and deeper levels and letting go of things and, Um, And I can also say that from the people that have gone there and come back, it's worth it. You know, and this is where the trust comes in. Yeah, because if nobody had ever meditated and you're the first one to ever meditate and you're going into the darkness and you don't know what's going on, then you're afraid, you pull back. But we have thousands of years of meditators before us that are standing at the other end and saying, walk through the corridor, it is safe. More than safe, it is beautiful. More than beautiful, it is freedom. Yeah, so we have an invitation to follow this, and they're saying, I have walked this way, and the way is good. Yeah, so it's like when you go hiking on trails, they make the little pylons, they stack the rocks on top of each other to say that the path is good. Yeah, so there's been people that there's all these markers that we know exactly, you sit here, you breathe, Right? You, you lose the awareness of the room, you lose the awareness of the body then you lose the awareness of your thinking then, you know, that you can get all the way down to where you lose everything right? and then there's just an awareness, there's just a state of presence and that's it, with nothing to be present of, just a state of presence yeah? and then everything comes back and then people have said, yes, I was there and I'm back and I'm still here, I'm still alive, yeah, it was crazy but that was it, it was just that so um, to really trust and to have faith and to know, you know what, if, it's, if it feels good this far and then it feels good this far, even though I'm a little bit afraid, when I look back, I can actually see how good it all is. Good in the beginning, it's good in the middle. And then we, then we start to slowly make the experience it's good in the end as well, right? Good in the beginning, middle, and end. So it's good straight through. And there is one other thing. Somebody say one last thing. Oh the the, the, uh, yeah, too busy the distraction, to meditate. I guess sure. <laughs> yeah, so that you know, partially again goes back to the whole ego that you know keeps us in a state that we're not actually happy with, right? Again, you want to meditate, mm-hmm. but you're too busy to, right? So you're not allowing yourself to have the time to do the thing you need to, you know, actually get better, and that's a state that a lot of people spin around in until they die or they spin around in that state until they get very sick and they're forced to change or they spin around until their family gives them an intervention or their partner or their kids or somebody gives an intervention and they're like, if you keep doing this, like our relationship's gonna drastically change or fall apart. Um, so a lot of people, they really don't let go or make that change until it's too late. And it's up to kind of each one of us to see how, how can I get myself to to start doing this. Um, I think a really easy tool is to not think about meditation as the next thing you need to do on your schedule, right? I need to go to the grocery store, I need to cook, I need to do the laundry, and I need to meditate, and I need to, you know. It's easy, you know, when I'm at home, I have all this list, I'm like cleaning my house, and then I'm doing the laundry, and then i and it's like there's always, I have to walk the dog, there's always like the next thing you have to do. And then, oh, no, I have to meditate, you know, it almost becomes like a burden, right? But actually what meditation is, it's time for yourself. Yeah, so to change our relationship to meditation, that it's not like this thing we have to do that we should do, right? The should, that powerful should that hangs over our head that we should do, but we're not doing it. Yeah, that just becomes heavy um, and it doesn't help anybody and you're not going to do it anyway. So actually, when you really look at what is meditation, meditation is taking time for yourself. Yeah, so to sit down and to breathe and to rest. Yeah, we're not too busy to sleep at night. Well, some people are, I guess, but yeah, but we give ourselves time to sleep. We give ourselves time to use the bathroom and to eat. Meditation, which is also equivalent to taking a break, giving your mind a break, is really just as important. And everything else you do afterwards will also be done better. And maybe a lot of the things that you were doing, you'll see you didn't even have to do them. You were just so busy, you just kept yourself in busyness just for busyness's sake. And maybe there were things you can let go of. Um, so even when you go to like the Harvard business page, you know, they say that the way to be the most effective worker, is to take a break. You know, so who are we to fight against what Harvard says? Right? <laughs> Yeah, but it's true, right? If we keep going, 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 we just get exhausted at the quality of the, th- the things that we do, it, it declines. Um, our mind is very scattered. We're not really fully happy or present. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of negatives to those who are just constantly busy, 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 busy. Um, and I think more than anything else, you're not in touch with yourself. It means that you're constantly distracted by the external, and a lot of people keep themselves busy because they don't want to have to feel certain things in themselves. Right? If I stop being busy, I'm faced with this emptiness that I've actually abandoned myself. That there's actually problems that I'm not dealing with. Yeah? That there's actually something that I should be doing that I'm not doing. And, you know, instead of doing the thing that I know I should do for myself, I'm just going to keep myself busy to not have to feel it or face it. Yeah, and it's kind of a cultural disease, busyness. Everyone's on their phones, even if there's nothing to do, then you just scroll, right? Just to keep the momentum of busyness going, just scroll through stuff, right? That people are just doing for the sake of doing. So it's a very revolutionary act these days to stop doing, yeah, to to tune out, right? So, yeah, I think you really just have to find it yourself. If it helps, why don't you schedule an appointment with yourself to meditate? So you have your list of things to do today or tomorrow. And if you have that in an appointment or a schedule, find a 10 minute block in all of that and make a new appointment with myself to meditate. Yeah, so I have an appointment for a breakfast with somebody. I have to go shopping later. And in between those, I have an hour. I'm gonna schedule an appointment with myself to meditate. Yeah, so we can schedule appointments with ourselves. You can take out your planner and you can make an appointment with yourself. And if somebody calls you to do something or work or whatever, you can say, sorry, I already have an appointment. You don't have to tell them it's an appointment with yourself, but you can say, oh, I'm busy then. What can you do later? Or can we do it later, right? So we have to take ourselves seriously in that sense. So yeah, try to schedule yourself in. I guess we can say, right? (laughs) (laughs) Pencil yourself in. So, yeah, with that, um, maybe we can use the next part of class to actually meditate. So this class is an hour long, so it's like a half an hour of talking and then a half an hour of meditating. A half an hour might seem like it's a lot to some people, but I will guide us into the meditation in a way that you're not going to feel like you're alone and fighting against this uncomfortable feeling of sitting here. And then I'll also kind of lead us back out. So a lot of times people say to me, oh my God, that passed so quickly, you know, because it's just, you don't realize when you start to relax. And... Also, again, I would encourage you all to make sure that you're comfortable, that you're finding a position that's comfortable. Um, If you're sitting on your feet, your feet are going to fall asleep. If your legs are up, you're probably going to fall over. Um, So finding for yourself a way that you can sit longer. People can also take blankets, bolsters, and blocks and put them underneath their knees to give them a little bit of support, which is also always an option. And again, one of the most... um, easy things one can do to develop their meditation posture is to sit higher. Yeah, it's constantly, when people tell me they have problems sitting, I always just say, sit higher, sit higher, put another block, another blanket, just get yourself up, up, up. And eventually when you're up high enough, it just kind of opens up and straightens out by itself. Yeah, so very often it's just actually that we're not sitting high enough. We need to really get our butt up there. Yeah, otherwise we're using our muscles to hold our back up, which is not sustainable, it's exhausting, it's painful eventually. And then otherwise, when we do relax, then our back rounds, then we're like this, and then you start to fall over, sleep or whatever. Right. So it's really, how do I find that balance in myself that I'm sitting straight up, but in a resting position? And sometimes the way to do that, it's actually using more cushions, right? So yeah, getting into our, our resting, sitting positions. Everybody.